Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. Good afternoon, everybody! Start the day with the golf, with the U.S. Open, with, you know, dubious weather up there at the uh, Brookline, but the uh, good event, you know, listen, is it going to move the needle? We'll find out ratings a little later on. I'm not sure if the world was centered in on Matt Fitzpatrick and Will Zalatoris and Steve Sheff- Scotty Scheffler yesterday afternoon. I can't answer that, but the event was worthwhile. Good event, and Fitzpatrick was just hitting the ball on the on the nose. Every time it turned around, a drive was, except for around 18, the drive was, you know, 320 yards straight ahead. He putted great. He won that amateur there in 2013. He was in a little trouble there on that front nine. When Schleffler got a little something going, he kind of fell off a bit before he righted the ship. Zalatoris was right in the mix for about the fourth or fifth time in a major. Uh, but uh, the, he hit a huge putt uh, on that back nine. Scheffler did, made a tremendous bump shot, 159 yards on 18, and uh, nestled that uh, two-putt very easily to get himself the four, put the pressure on Zalatoris to get the par, missed the putt by a millimeter, and so Matthew Fitzpatrick wins the U.S. Open. Uh, and, you know, listen, he did it in resounding fashion. He was in the mix there at Southern Hills. He's 27, 28 years of age. The brother and the mom and the father. I mean, there was a lot to like. He played very, very well. He didn't make too many mistakes. Most players on the leaderboard yesterday, with maybe the exception of Rom, were under par. I mean, Rory was under par. Zalatoris was under par. Scheffler was under par. Uh, you know, uh, Morikawa had a huge day. He played well yesterday. I mean, even uh, Joel uh, Damon didn't play badly. So most of the good players that were in the mix going into Sunny Rom wasn't. But most of them were in the mix and were under par. And it really came down to a bounce here, bounce there. And, you know, Fitzpatrick did what he had to do to win his first major. You know, he is he's comfortable in that golf course. His putting was superb. You know, he, he you know, it, it it was very close and there was a lot of ebb and flow to it. Schleffler early, Zelatoris had a lead, then Fitzpatrick. So it's difficult to pinpoint where the turning point came. Zelatoris was in big trouble. He had that bogey putt on 16. He came back. He made a big putt there on 17, which is very, very important. He put himself in a position there. If he got a little break on 18, where he could have caused the force to play off with the bad tee shot by Fitzpatrick. Plus, he had a pretty good second shot. It wasn't ideal because that is not him. You know, that's a hard putt to make downhill in that spot. And again, he missed it by a millimeter. And of course, uh, you know, Scheffler put the pressure on him because he wasn't going to three putt. He went. He was far. Away. He he was uh, away, so he goes first, and he nestles it up there for the tap-in par, and he knows that a tourist does the best he can do is force himself a playoff. That's tricky to make that putt. You know, if you're in a, well, sometimes it might be a little easier because if you know a two-putt gets you in your playoff, less likely you make it because you're going to be a little more conservative to make sure you play for the playoff, while if you're putting for the win and if you don't make it, the next one's good anyway. What does it make? So maybe it is actually helpful for Zeller that in fact, uh, you know, Scheffler uh, tapped in for the par and didn't have to worry about it. And Zedatoris, you know, reached the hole. It was right there. He just missed it. Very, very good event. Again, I don't know if this is going to move the needle. It's hard to trigger and get a feel. I watched a lot of it both days over the weekend. Rom put himself in big trouble there on the double bogey on 18 on Saturday when he couldn't get the ball over the lip. And obviously I was thinking about that with Fitzpatrick's three-wood when he was in the same bunker on Sunday. 
but, you know, he had a perfect shot, flushed it, and away we go. I don't care that much about the caddy, Billy Foster. We're making him out to be a situation where, you know, he's been caddying forever. He's been on the doorstep, and he gets his first grant major. That's an inside thing for me. Nobody could have picked Billy Foster out of a lineup uh, before yesterday at about 6 o'clock at night. So I'm not going to go crazy there. I know all, of the, all over the place is on the back pages of a lot of newspapers. But the bottom line is, is that Fitzpatrick's got a chance to be really, really good. He gets through that first one. He wins the U.S. Open. It fit his, his fit his swing perfectly. He's got lots of exemptions. Could have won Southern Hills. He was in the last group there on Sunday afternoon. Didn't play well. Uh, he seemed to learn from it. He's only 27 years of age. He likes the course. And away we go. And he gets the job done. Good event. Minus six under. You know, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't impossible. It wasn't Wingfoot 74 where there was a bloodletting. I mean, you know, but Hal Irwin won a plus four, whatever it was. I mean, you know, they were there's only eight, nine guys under par, but they were under par enough at six under. You love the golf course. It, it's a very, you love the little par three on 11, which was a doomsday for a lot of people, but you love that hole on the 11th hole. It kind of reminds you a little bit of seven at Pebble Beach. You like that hole. You like the closing hole. You like that long, you like only the two par fives. You got a couple of 525 yard monsters as par fours. Good golf course. I, like, I wish the weather was a little better. I was freezing watching the damn thing. I mean, and I couldn't believe it. I live, uh, you know, 140 miles from that golf course. And where I was yesterday afternoon, it's 5 o'clock. It was 75 and sunny, and it was only 59 in Boston. I couldn't understand. How in the world could, be there, could there be a 16-degree difference with sunshine when it's only 150, 160 miles uh, apart? That uh, puzzled me. And I checked Hartford at stores, and that's only a, a, a 80 miles apart. And it was nice there, too. But regardless of that, you know, good event. You know, well done with the broadcasting. I wish I could give you more drama. Uh, I don't think Zalatoris lost. I think this is a case where Fitzpatrick won. Zalatoris is not a great putter. You know, he made a couple of big putts when he had to. He made that birdie putt to get him back to one, uh, to, you know, to one back on, was it 17 or 16? I think it was 17. And then, of course, he, he a good go at it on 18. So, although he's not a great putter, and a couple of those putts in it, he made a huge par putt after Scheffler made the birdie putt on 16. Was that the par putt? That was a huge par putt, a 10-footer. He knocked it in, and then he makes the birdie putt, and he has a good putt on 18. So I know they showed you all the dynamics about how he brings the club back with his flat stick, and it looks like it's a little uneven. So, you know, he might have putting issues his whole career. He might be a little too streaky. But, I mean, listen, he's been in the mix in all these majors. He's been right there at the Masters. He was there at the PGA on a couple of occasions. He lost the playoff to Thomas this year. Uh, you know, he has played well in Augusta, and he certainly played very well, good enough to win here on uh, Sunday afternoon. Scheffler, I mean, he had a couple of tricky spots, Scheffler. You know, Scheffler had a weird tournament because he had on Saturday... Had the eagle on eight, which is a tremendous shot. He had the, you know, he he got up there in two and it bounced it in on eight. He was in great shape. And then all of a sudden he fell off and played poorly on the back nine. And then yesterday he gets off to the wonderful start. He makes putts all over the place. And then he has a three or four hole stretch where he's not so good. Doesn't make the putt on 18. So a little issue. You know, listen, Scheffler's great. He's probably right now pound for pound the best golfer in the world. Uh, you know, I can't put Fetch. 
Fitzpatrick there quite yet. He's probably pound for pound the best golfer in the world. Uh, and Scheffler, you know, was right there at the doorstep trying to only become the sixth player to win the Masters in the U.S. Open in the same calendar year. And obviously, we all know the numbers. Uh, it's not that many now who have, was it, four or five players who have won the amateur and the uh, U.S. Open on the same course. Maybe even less than that. Jack did it in 72. He won the amateur at Pebble, and then he won the U.S. Open at Pebble. I, there might be a couple of more, but, you know, Fitzpatrick did what he had to do there. Tremendous performance. He unnerved. He was in trouble on a couple of occasions. Steady as, it, steady as an Eddie, and then he hit that wonderful bunker shot, and that's a hard shot there, I right? know, because he could play that a little more conservatively. You know, he mishits that, and he hits it back of the green in the rough. That's tricky. He could have laid up. He could have just played for a five, get himself out of there and get him in the playoff. He didn't do that. He played to win the tournament. And you know what? You play to win the tournament, and that's exactly what occurred. He won the tournament. So good for him. One more left. That's the you know, the best venue, St. Andrews. You can't go wrong there. You probably will see Tiger. That'll be a big event for a, for NBC because not only do they have, uh, you know, a, a historical golf course, probably the most historical golf course in the world. You know, that's where they invented golf at that golf course in St. Andrews and Edinburgh. They have that going on. And then, of course, they got probable the return of Tiger after an extra month off when he's won the tournament at that venue twice. So they will have a good month of July uh, there at uh, St. Andrews. But right now, it's about the U.S. Open. Love the golf course. Like the golf course. Uh, it's, you know, I like the old tradition. I like the golf course. And I kept on thinking all week, as Frost told us uh, last Wednesday, Mark Frost, who wrote the Greatest Game Ever Played uh, book, which obviously became a movie, every time they play that U.S. Open at Brookline, it ends up being in a playoff. And we thought we might have that again yesterday. Or drama, which we did have, of course, in ninety. 90- Eight was 99 with the uh, Ryder Cup. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82.